All right, before we get to this week's episode, I need to cover a few things that were announced shortly after I recorded the July monthly wrap-up. First off, Hawkeye was announced to be the very first DLC character for the Square Enix Avengers game, and, you know, that's awesome. That's cool. He looks awesome. No doubt his gameplay is going to be fantastic, really going to use that bow and his trick arrows and all, all that stuff, and it's really cool that, that they're going to use elements from the Matt Fraction Hawkeye run, so that's really cool. Um, let's see, what else, what else, what else? Ah. Splinter Cell will be getting a Netflix series, and that's super awesome. I love Splinter Cell, love the game. Sam Fisher is one of my favorite game characters of all time. Derek Holstad, who wrote on John Wick, will be attached to write and also executive produce. Again, this is super awesome. I've always wanted something with Splinter Cell in terms of like a TV show or a movie. A movie with Tom Hardy was actually in development for a very long time, but I guess this is going to take that place. And I think that's about it. The rest of the stuff I posted happened in August, so come back in September for that. I kind of do want to talk a little bit about Spider-Man thing with uh, Square Enix, but I don't want to get into that. Otherwise, that will be the main episode, so maybe another time. What is going on, everybody? Thank you so much for being here. How was your week? How was your weekend? I hope you all are doing great. My weekend was... Pretty chill, pretty, pretty lax. I uh, binge-watched like two new Nevik shows during the weekend. I binged War for Cybertron, the new Transformers animated series, and that wasn't really too, too much of a hassle. It was like six 30-minute episodes. Really good. I really suggest if you're a uh, Gen 1 Transformers fan. I'm not really much of a Transformers fan. I mean, I know the basics. I know about the War for Cybertron, Autobots, Decepticons, all the love, how love works, all that stuff. But I haven't really, you know, sat down with the bowl cereal and watched the 83 series. I did watch one episode last night just out of curiosity, and it was it was pretty good, you know, 80s animation. You gotta have that in mind when you watch that after watching, you know, like, anime and stuff like that, so. I also binged, well, I didn't mean to binge, but I watched all of Umbrella Academy Season 2, and I originally planned to kind of treat it like Season 1, where I watched, like, two episodes and then I take a break and then watch two more two more the next day take a break two more the next day or like two or three at, at, at a day at a time but I that did not happen I sat down watched one episode I was like I gotta keep going I thought I could watch like two then call it, but no I just I kept going throughout the day just kept going 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 and yeah I mean, season two is, of course, adapting the second volume of the comic, which was called Umbrella Academy Dallas, where they have to, in the comics, kill JFK to prevent something. I forgot what it was. I actually have books with me right now. But for today's episode, I want to go through and sort of compare the similarities and differences of the Umbrella Academy comic and the TV show. So overall, the basic elements are there. A dysfunctional family has to come out together to stop all these bad things from happening. And the show follows the outline of the graphic novels... I... I don't know, actually. Because now I think about it. Season 1 volume follows... Not volume, not follows. 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 I'm sorry. I'm super tired. 
follows the first volume pretty closely. Because I, uh, I actually read the first volume shortly after I watched the first season. It's... Yes, yeah, it's fairly accurate to the first, to the comic, the first season, but then when it comes to the second season and the second volume, it's a little bit different. The overall plot's a lot more different than than it was in the in, in the second season. But you know, overall, the shows follow the basic plots of the books closely to relatively closely. And the sort of dynamic of the family is still there. But that's just the overall similarities. You know, we have to really hold up a magnifying glass to these two properties and really look at both the similarities and the differences. Both Season 1 and Volume 1 share the same reason as to why the Hargreaves kids come back together, and that's because of the death of their dad. Banya is, of course, the uh, the black sheep, if you will, of the family. She's the outcast. They all kind of they don't like her. They don't love her anymore because she kind of you know talks smack to, about them in, in her little autobiography that that she wrote. The tension is there with all of them. Luther and Allison have these sort of romantic feelings in both the comic and in the show. Same same plot. The Hargreaves kids come out together. They learn that the world ends and have to figure out what causes the end of the world and surprise it's vanya out of all, all the characters I'm about, uh, I'm about to get into that have major differences allison and luther are probably the ones who don't have a lot of changes if any i mean if any luther might have one small change but i'll get into that in, in a second vanya gets taken out the same way in the comics she gets a uh, bullet to the back of the dome or a acid round. I've got what's called. Well, in the show, it was a bullet, but in the comic, it was a what was it? What was it? What was it? What was it? Huh? Doesn't say. Looks like it was like an acid round, some sort of like acid round. I don't know. But but she was shot in in the back of the head by fives. By five, not fives. Five. The fight at the diner happened, but in the comics, Pogo was there. And already this is getting out of control. The differences are a lot more greater than the similarities with season one. In the comic, we don't know how their dad dies, but in the show, we learn that their dad had a quote-unquote heart attack, and they and they later found out that he actually caused his suicide or his death just so the kids could come back together. In the comics, there was a battle with a villain named Dr. Terminal and his Terminots. He's, he's, he's actually referenced in Season 1, but we, we don't see him, and there's no fight with his robots in the show. Back to... Let me bring up Luther again, because in the comics, it seems that he's more in a gorilla suit, and he needs a lot, a lot more machinery to live, but in the comics, he gets greatly injured on a mission he went solo on, and he gets ape DNA injected into him, and his body turns into a gorilla monkey body. That was, that was really weird to see. Diego has... 
very different powers than he does in the comics. In the comics, he can hold his breath, and I think he has super strength, and he uses knives. But in the show, he uses telekinesis, or telepathy mind powers, to control his knives. That's how he can do all those cool trick shots. He also has both eyes in the show, but in the comic, he lost his left eye. Don't know how, but if you look at his comic appearance, he's you know has blonde hair, shaggy, a not so cool looking costume, and his domino mask. One side is all black, which obviously means he lost it, unless that's just some weird shading. In the comics, we don't really know where, where Klaus was prior to original Hargrace's funeral, but in the show, we we learned that he was in rehab for his drug addiction. And also, Ben wasn't even present in Volume 1 or Volume 2. He just had no role until the third volume. So his presence in the show was a completely new thing. Also, Klaus didn't go to Vietnam and have a fling with a soldier. That was also for, for the show. Vanya, in the show, she was sort of, you know, kept down... Black Sheep, you know, same sort of thing in the comics, but in the show, she had power. She was just drugged out of her mind to where the, her powers wouldn't manifest. But in the comics, she was the normal Hargreaves kid. She only played the violin. She was always put to the side, and her father sort of, she, you know, their dad was a real douche to all of them, especially Manya. In the comics, she was more flat and just more used more as a plot device. She was actually in the comics. She was mainly just a really flat character until the third volume. But I'll probably get to that whenever they do season three, if they do see season three, because I think think they barely got enough to do season two. But yeah, in the comics, she's more flat plot device. But in the show, she's more fleshed out. Me. We have a lot more to go off with her character. You know, we really feel for her. But honestly, I kind of like comic Vanya more because... I don't know. Well, definitely her comic counterpart, she took a lot of L's. Let me think about it. She was disowned by her family. No powers. I think in comics, her and Diego have feelings for each other. Or uh, she has feelings for Diego. So, yes, disowned by her family. No powers. Her siblings all hate her. She was forced to do things she, she didn't want to do. She to getting powers and then she gets a bullet to the back of the head pretty, pretty much making her almost paralyzed. Yeah, comic book Vanya took a lot of L's. Anyways, where was I? Alright, and comic number five was already back from the future, but in the show, he gets back right at the funeral. And 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 he's and he's pretty much the same, you know. Time 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 travels to the future to show their dad that he can time travel into the future, but they, then he gets stuck there for forty years, becomes a super de- deadly assassin, works for a assassin agency. Yeah, I guess that should have been in the similarities, but now you know. His own cha-cha were in season one, but they were introduced in volume two of the comic. The basic 
fun, the basic fundamentals of, of the characters are still there. Two two assassins with a blue bear head and a purple dog head, but after that, they're pretty inaccurate. In the comics, they're both males. Hazel's Caucasian, Cha-Cha's African-American. But in the show, Hazel's a Caucasian male and Cha-Cha's a African-American female. And in the show, they're more serious. They have a more partner relationship, but in the comics, they're more crazy, sadistic, and they have a really weird bromance. I mean, in, in the comic, they torture a guy just to get the recipe for an apple pie that he made. A little weird. Um, let's see. Mom, the robot mom, or just mom. Let's just go with mom. Mom. Mom was in you know, both the comics and the show, but in the comics, she didn't have quite the loving relationship she had with Diego in the show. In fact, Diego... I think doesn't like her in the comics. And she also doesn't die by Vanya's hands. In the show, she stays in the manor, house, apartment, building, whatever it's called. After Vanya is tearing it down and she dies in the collapse. The uh, female detective known as Patch from season, from season one was not, not in the comics, but there was... A detective in the comics named Lupo. So I don't know if that was supposed to be him, or she took her, or or, or she took his place in the show. I don't know. In fact, a lot of the side stories in season one did not happen in, in the comics. It was very straightforward. The handler, Kate Walsh, wasn't in the comics at all. She was originally credited for the show. I thought she was Carmichael, the uh, guy with with the fish head, or with the with a fish in it for a head the whole time but then of course season two season two rolls around and she he appears and i'm like oh so she was a original character good to know and season one and season sorry season one and volume one end fairly differently and the show they stop vanya but the Apocalypse is already happening, so they time travel. But in the show, they stop her. It's happening, but Klaus manages to stop it. And then they stay in the present. So, if I had to sort of give give a ranking as to why, or not as to why, as to how similar the show is to the comic, I'd say it's it's about... 80%, 90% accurate. Like I said, a lot of the elements, like a lot a lot, a lot of the side stories don't happen in, in, in the show, or sorry, not in the show, in the comic. Uh, same plot elements. They all, they, all, they all get back together. Vanya is apparently the one that, that, that destroys the world. There was no Leonard, the uh, guy who was trying to take advantage of Vanya. He didn't exist in the comics. He was originally creating, he was... I guess he was the the original reason as to why the world ended, but then he dies, and then Vanya does it all by herself. But yeah, the similarities are fairly similar, if a bit different. I don't know. I suggest you read the comic. It's really good. 
Oh, looking back at my notes, I forgot to mention that Pogo died the same way in the show and in the comics. But actually, not the same way. He he died by Vanya's hand. But in the show, he gets impaled on I think they were antlers, and they were or or they were tusks of an. They they were tusks or they were antlers. But in the comic, he gets his head blown open by Vanya. Can't believe I forgot to mention that in the in the similarities. Is it also a, a similarity that uh, Allison gets her throat slit by Vanya, but just at a different location? Because in the show, she gets her her her, her throat slit at a cabin, but in the comic, she gets her throat slit at the final battle at the concert hall. Season two. Follows Volume 2 not very closely, like Season 1 and Volume 1. I mean, I mean, with Season 2, the bones are still there of Volume 2, but that's about it. They both go to the 60s. JFK comes into play, but that's about it. Things steer off after that. The differences between Season 2 and Volume 2 are greatly there are very great for one thing the plot is really different in the comics they start in present day and then move to 60s allison and five go to the 60s first because i believe they need to prevent his future his older self the older five from killing jfk and then luther diego klaus travel to 60s as well to, inter- to intervene. Vanya didn't have a huge role in Volume 2. She was bedridden because of her wound to the back of her head from Volume 1. There was no Lila, the uh, British girl who happened to be the daughter of the handler in Volume 2. She did. She, she, she seems like she was... She could have been from the comics, but she was... Just for for the show, but who knows? Gerard Gerard Way is apparently going to write a fourth volume, so maybe she'll be introduced then. Who knows? In the comics, Luther got really fat, but in the show, he was just a bodyguard and a fighter. Apparently, according to Screen Rant, they didn't want to do the fat Luther thing because of the fat thor similarities which i can't understand luther was already sort of a big baby this season so i don't want to have another repeat of fat thor because that was the worst thor ever and vanya in the comics like i said she was paralyzed or not paralyzed she was bedridden so she couldn't do much allison Really didn't like her because you know she she slit, she slit her throat. But in, in the show, you know she ends up traveling to the future or not to the future to sixties, and then becomes a maid for a family. That that did not happen in comics. In comics, she just stayed in bed, died when the world blew up. Yeah, there was yeah there was no farmhouse. There was no relationship. There was nothing. She was. Literally, she was a backseat in Volume 2. Allison was mute throughout Volume 2 until the end when she 
kills JFK by telling him a rumor that his head blew out the back. But in the show, she was mute for like the first five minutes and then she can talk. Which I get, you know, it'd be kind of weird to be mute and trying to communicate throughout the show. I don't know. In the comics, Klaus owns a bar in Vietnam when they travel back to the 60s, but in the show, he starts a cult on, I guess, on accident. That wasn't real clear. But, yeah. And, and, man, I can. I probably should not have been. I probably should not have been doing both volumes in one podcast. That. It's getting really confusing, and I'm. Ugh, why did I. So I wanted Sue to do one one episode for both things. That is that that was not a good call on my part. Anyway, so Klaus owns born in Vietnam in the comics, but yeah, a cult was not a thing in the comics. In the comics, when Diego travels back to the '60s, he takes part in Vietnam for a couple of years, but in the show, he tries to prevent the JFK assassination by going after Lee Harvey Oswald, but then that gets him sent to a mental asylum. The rest of this is, are just things that, that were added to season two. So there was no shadow government, Hargreaves, conspiracy, villain, whatever. There were no Swedish assassins. AJ in the comics was taken out by fives, but in the show he was... Taken out by fives, who was tasked by the handler to take him out, and then he was eaten by, by the handler. But in the comics, he was eaten by fives. Again, I know that probably doesn't make sense, but if you read the comic, you will understand what I'm saying. He's on Cha-Char while the Earth explodes in Volume 2, but since they were... In Volume 1, and Cha-Cha dies at the end of Season 1, and Hazel dies at the beginning of Season 2, that doesn't happen. And that's about it when it comes to the differences of Season 1 and Volume 2. I did find a few random similarities, such as, for, for instance, in Season 1, Klaus was kidnapped by his own Chacha, similar to Season 2. But, but in the comics, he was saved by Luther, sort of. But in the show, he sprung himself out. Similar to the comics, Reginald Hargreaves is an alien. And we don't see a lot of that in the comics. But in Season 2, we saw like a glimpse of how he looks as an alien from, from, from the back. Well, that's about it. Lastly, similar to Volume 1, there was a little flashback to the... Hargreaves kids, Sans Vanya, when they were younger, stopping a crime. But in the comic, they're stopping Dr. Terminal. I think it's Dr. Terminal. It's... Uh, da, 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 da. I think it was Dr. Dot, dot, dot Terminal, but I forget who it was. It was... Nope, it wasn't dot, 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 Terminal. It was some... Ah, a guy named Zombie Robot Gustav Eiffel. What the? That's weird. But yes, in the comics, they they were stopping someone named Zombie Gustav Eiffel, but in the show, they were stopping a bank robbery. All right, that will do it for this week's episode of Sam Talks Nerdy. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you all have an awesome rest of your week and an awesome weekend. Stay safe out there, and if you want to read the comics of Umbrella Academy to kind of clear up some of my mistakes that I'm, I'm, I might have made 
when talking about this, then please, I highly suggest you go read them. They are really good reads. They're so fun. And, yeah, just, I like them. You know, they're, they're some of my favorite comics as of late. Some of my favorite comic, comic series. I'm actually trying to collect the single issues of, of the series. So, yeah. Anyways, thank you so much for listening. Have a awesome rest of your week. Peace out. Yeah.